Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. God is good all the time. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, God wants you to know he's got it in his capable hands. Let him do what he does. He's watching over you. Amen. God is good. I'm the founder of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. It's a church. It's a house of prayer. We have prophecy rooms, healing rooms here at our South Florida headquarters. We're in Davie, Florida. We have church on Sundays, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. Guys, we have corporate prayer Monday night and Friday night. It's time. Midweek Bible study, Wednesday night. It's time to get involved. If you're in the South Florida region, come on over. God is good. You can watch our services. Well, you can watch the 1047 a.m. service online at ahop.online. You have an archive of my messages there at ahop.online. You can tap into that. You can even become an official web church member. If you're out there and you're looking for more support than what you might receive through watching online, you can become an official web church member and have that prayer support and get some advice when you need it. God is good. Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Listen, I'm the founder of the Ignite Network. We are growing by leaps and bounds because people are hungry to hear the voice of the Lord and know his will, see what the Father's doing. And they're looking for that prophetic community who can really care for one another and share encouragement with one another and help each other judge dreams and visions. That's Ignite Network, ignitenow.org. Ignitenow.org. Yes, we do cover churches, but there's a what I call a horizontal aspect of Ignite where every believer has the ability to prophesy. We want to get you activated and keep you in a pure prophetic flow. IgniteNow.org. Join that movement. Amen. God is good. Victory Decrees is our devotional. We're reading from Victory Decrees today. Daily prophetic strategies from, for spiritual warfare victory. And before we begin to read, I need everyone that's on the broadcast to share this with whoever you can right now so that we can go further with this because somebody needs to hear this today today's devotion 
is titled, My Power is Backing You in Battle. Isn't this just the perfect devotional for the decade of the decree? Victory decrees. Wow. God is so good. My power is backing you in battle. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Understand and know that my power is backing you in battle, says the Lord. My heavenly host is backing you in the war. My grace rests upon you in weariness. My anointing flows through you in your moment of need. <laughs> Move forward with the sword of the spirit in your hand and recover those things the enemy has ripped from your hands. As you wait for me for instruction, I will cause you to look down upon your enemies and see their strategies before they are fully executed so that you can combat them with my word. Oh, come on now. Listen, I will cause you to look down upon your enemies. That's what we were praying yesterday. Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? I will cause you to look down upon your enemies and see their strategies before they are fully executed so that you can combat them with my word. Hmm. Acts 1, 8, Ephesians 3, 20, Isaiah 40, verse 29 are the scripture references for meditation today. And the prayer starter and the decree, Father, thank you for seating me in heavenly places with Christ Jesus so I can look down on the enemy and laugh the way you do. Help me see what you see. I decree the spirit of might enables me to overpower my spiritual foes, I declare God. God's power flows through my veins and from my belly in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Father, we thank you because we look up to you. We look up to you. We are heavenly minded. We are looking at things that are above. We are waiting on your blessings to come down and we praise you because you have made us fearfully, wonderfully in your very image. You are good. You're a good, good father. And we praise your holy name. You are seated far above our enemies. You look down at them and you laugh. You are seated far above the principalities. They've got nothing on you or your mighty angels. Oh, Jesus, you look down upon the powers that be and you laugh. You look down at what's going on in the world and you say, I want to save that one and that one and that one and that one. You look down upon your creation, longing for the day that we could be reunited, reunited with you in the new heavens and the new earth. You are so good, God. You are so good. You are so good. You are so good. You're a good, good father. You're looking down, seated in heaven above the circle of the earth, looking down. Upon all creation, looking down, Lord, as you look down, help us to look up, that our eyes would meet your eyes in a holy gaze that would bring a exchange, a transformation. Help us, Lord, give us dove's eyes for you and only you. Help us not to be distracted. <laughs> help us not to be distracted. Help us not to be distracted. 
I'm sensing so many of you are distracted this morning, so we're going to stay there till you break through. I already broke through. Now you got to break through so we can go to a higher place together. Help us, Lord, not to be distracted. Help us, Lord, not to be distracted. Multitasking. Always omnitasking. Trying to squeeze in our prayer time while we're brushing our teeth. Trying to squeeze in our worship while we're in the car. Oh, there's nothing wrong with worshiping in the car. But you better be careful. Because <laughs> if you really get into it, you might end up somewhere you didn't expect in the natural. Oh, Jesus, help us to overcome our distractions today. I can sense it. I can feel it. What's on your heart? God, help me to pray for your people this morning, a distracted people, a multitasking people, a half-awake people. The alert went off and you're not quite awake yet. Somebody just snoozed back off to sleep. Wake up in Jesus' name. God is looking down upon you today and he's smiling at you. God is looking down from above the circle of the earth today and he is singing songs of deliverance over you. Oh, if you could just hear the sound of God. His voice is like many waters, thunder, lightning around his throne. Oh, if he could just get your attention for just a moment, he would bless bless you. He would bless you. He would bless you. He would heal you. He would deliver you. All he needs is your yes. All he needs is your agreement. Oh, Amos 3, 3, how can two walk together unless they agree? But you know what that word agree means? It means to have a meeting time and a meeting place. (laughs) It's not enough just to agree with God and say, yes, I agree that God is good. That's not the kind of agreement that Amos had with God. It's not the kind of agreement that Enoch had with God. The kind of agreement that we're looking for is that we agree to meet right here, over there, to fellowship, to commune. God is calling you into a deeper place in his spirit than you've ever been before. God is calling you higher. God is calling you to stretch into the next Come on, who's going to stretch into the next? Have you ever seen a runner crossing the finish line and he stretches into it? He stretches his body. She stretches her body to cross that finish line. They're already way ahead. Sometimes there's nobody that's even near them, but they've been trained to stretch into it, to lean into it. Oh God, would you help us today to lean into your heart? Oh Jesus, would you help us today to lean into your, into your understanding oh God would you help us today to lean into your word oh God come on who's going to lean who's going to stretch who's going to lean who's going to stretch sometimes when you lean in you're stretching your body come on try it just try to lean forward you've got to stretch some things some of your spiritual muscles are a little bit atrophied you've not stretched in a long time you've been in your comfort zone oh Jesus oh God would you help us because we've been in our comfort zone and when we hear the word stretch 
it kind of hurts our muscles are kind of sore we've not stretched like we need to stretch we've not pressed like we need to press we've not done our spiritual cardio we don't want to grow weary in well-doing oh God we don't want to grow weary in well-doing oh Jesus we don't want to grow weary in well-doing God would you help us to lean a little harder to lean a little deeper to lean a little more than we've leaned before <laughs> you know you can get a better view when you lean forward have you ever been in an airplane and you're trying to see the beautiful landscape on the ground as you're landing in some new city where you've never been before and you've got to lean to kind of see because the window is so small Oh, God is opening the windows of heaven in this season to pour out a blessing that you cannot contain, but you better lean in the right direction. You better lean toward that window. You better lean with an open eye. You better lean with a hearing ear. You better lean with an understanding of who God is and be ready to receive everything he has. But you might have to stretch a little. Oh, you might have to do some things a little differently. Oh, I'm purposely in this season. I'm pray teaching you today. I'm purposely in this season looking intentionally for things I can do differently. I've been doing that for months now. How can I approach this differently, oh God? How can I see it differently, God? How can I step into it differently, oh God? What do I need to rearrange? How can I reprioritize? I even drove home a different way from the gym yesterday. And you know what? It saved me seven minutes. Would you get out of your comfort zone, oh God? Help us get out of our comfort zone. He's not in one, but we are. <laughs> Help us, Lord, to get out of our comfort zone. Just doing the same thing the same way every day, mundane, rut, 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 rut. Help us to lean out of our comfort zone, to peek our head over the boundary lines that we've created for ourselves that keep us imprisoned. Uh-oh. I wonder if I can say that again. Help us, Lord, to lean out of our comfort zone beyond the boundaries that we have created for ourselves that keep us imprisoned. Oh, help us to lean beyond our comfort zone, beyond the boundaries that we've created for ourselves, self-imposed, self-inflicted. Nobody told you you had to do that. Where did that boundary come from? Boundaries are good, but they can also be imprisoning. Boundaries can be good, but they can also be constricting. Boundaries can be good, but they can also be a mechanism of bondage. So let me ask you today, beloved, do you have healthy boundaries or have your boundaries put you in bondage? Is it discipline? <laughs> Is it really discipline? Is it really a committed way of life that you've entered into? Or do you lack the spiritual curiosity <laughs> to lean beyond your comfort zone, beyond the boundaries that have kept you where you are? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Help us, Lord. We don't want to imprison ourselves with our own mental attitudes, with our own, <laughs> our own methods methods change guys the ways of God never change but our methods do do something different do something different I challenge you today 
I challenge you today to do something different, to do something in a different way than you've ever done it before. Drive home a different way. The world is always changing. The only thing that doesn't change, the only one who doesn't change is the Lord God Almighty. And he's trying to break you out of your comfort zone today, beloved. He's trying to get you to stretch. If you don't cut, (laughs) some of you want promotions, but if you won't stretch, you're not going to get there. So sometimes because you won't stretch yourself, God will stretch you. And actually it's better if you just stretch yourself. Can we tell you a quick story? I'm pray teaching you today. I don't haven't done this in a while. Many years ago, I had a, a, a personal trainer who was pretty hardcore. And he would work me out so hard. I mean, I would leave. I was exhausted, already hurting. And he would say, don't forget to stretch. And I'd say, all right. And then he'd go off to wash his hands or something. He'd say, go on that treadmill another 10 minutes and don't forget to stretch. As soon as he went in that bathroom, I bolted because I knew that if his next client didn't show up in time, he was going to go for round two with me. I knew that if his next client was late, he had such a discipline and a tenacity and a passion for what he did. He was going to say, okay, let's do some more burpees. Let's do some more suicide sprints. Let's do some more till they get here. I want to see you succeed. So I'm going to push you. So I left. After the first few times that I took off and I didn't stretch. Hear me now. I didn't stretch. He told me to stretch. I did not stretch. I'd come in two days later, barely able to walk, stiff as a board. He said, Did you stretch? I said, Uh huh. He's like, You're a liar. You didn't stretch. <laughs> he said, That's okay. Let me stretch you. Let me stretch you. Now, let me tell you something. When he stretched me, it was a lot more painful and a lot more thorough. I mean, he leaned into me and stretched me. It was agonizing. God's not trying to hurt you. But if you let let yourself get so stiff, if you let yourself get so stiff because you'll never try a new thing, you're not flexible, you won't lean, you won't stretch. God still wants to promote you. God still loves you. God wants to do something great for you, but you're too stiff to get there. So he's got to stretch you himself. And sometimes the stretching of God is unexpected and it feels very painful. You don't know what happened. You don't know why something's going on in your life. And sometimes it's because he told you to stretch and you wouldn't stretch. And now he's going to do it for you. Somebody says, stretch it out. Hashtag stretch it out. He does it because he loves you. Some of you so dead inside, you look like you got rigor mortis. You got to get out of that dead, dumb church and begin to prophesy life over yourself again. You've been sitting in places where they're cursing you, job sites where they're cursing you. Honey, pick up your tools and go somewhere else where you are celebrated and not just tolerated. Oh, Jesus, now I've gone to meddling in church affairs. Sometimes you just got to stretch. You got to lean into it, Jesus. Would you help us, Lord, to lean into it? Would you help us, Lord, to lean into it? Would you help us, Lord, to lean into you? Lean into the new. Come on, I hear the Lord say, lean into the new. Lean into the new. Lean into the new. Step out of the old and lean into the new. God is doing a new thing. Will you not see it? Won't you know it? Don't miss it. (laughs) 
Don't miss it because you don't want to take a different path home. Don't miss it because you want to get up a little earlier. Don't want to go to bed a little earlier. Don't want to get up, whatever. Don't miss it. God, I heard that, Lord. Listen to me. God is giving micro instructions in this season. Somebody needs to write that down. God is, 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 is issuing, listen to me. God is issuing micro instructions in this hour. Write that down. What is a micro instruction? It's a still small voice with a prophetic directive that seems perhaps on the surface, thank you, Holy Ghost, somewhat insignificant to you. But if you obey it, it will bring great change. I don't even know if I can say that again. That was a Holy Ghost definition. What is a micro instruction? Somebody write that down. God is giving out micro instructions. What is that? It's a prophetic directive. It's a still small voice with a prophetic directive that seems somewhat insignificant to you. But if you obey it, it will yield great fruit and breakthrough in your life. Micro instructions. Somebody write that down and send it to me. Micro instructions. My God. (laughs) Micro instructions. I've never heard such a thing. Micro instructions. It's a small instruction. It seems little. And I've had God do that with me over and over again. So Father, would you help us? To fine-tune our ear, to lean into your voice. Some of us, we're just looking for the fire or the earthquake or the wind, and your voice is not in those things. It's in the micro-instruction. We're looking for these grand signs. An angel comes and blows a trumpet. Oh, We're looking for some outward sign instead of an inward witness. Hey, God, would you help us to stop looking for outward signs instead of trusting in the inner witness of the Holy Ghost? Would you help us, Lord, to stop looking for the outward signs and start bearing witness to what your spirit is saying on the inside. Holy Spirit, help us to lean into you. You lead us, you guide us, you show us things to come. Holy Ghost, help us to tune our ear to your frequency. Help us, Lord, to press past our comfort zone, beyond the boundaries that keep us imprisoned in a bondage that we hate. Here's a word for some of you. Listen, if you don't like your life, change it. If you don't like your life, change it. Stop complaining. If you don't like your life, change it. But here's what you do. I'm talking to you by the Holy Ghost. Would you hear me? I said, I'm talking to you by the Holy Ghost. Would you hear me? Here's what you do. You try to make these grand sweeping changes in your life that are not sustainable. It's too much of a shock to your system. Stop trying to change everything all at once. If you don't like your life, change it. Start with a micro instruction. Ah, start with a micro instruction. Start 
with what the still small voice tells you. And oftentimes it's a small change. When you see the fruit of the small change, you'll trust the still small voice all the more. And you'll listen to the next micro instruction until there comes a macro level change in your life. And then sometimes God will give you that mega instruction to move. Go to a new city, change your job. But that's not usually where he starts. When you haven't stretched yourself, he's got to take it little by little. That's why you've got to stretch. Some of you, if he tried to give you the promotion he wanted to give you right now, you would buckle under the pressure. You would not sustain the warfare because you've not stretched into his presence enough to find the grace and the wisdom that you need for what he wants to entrust you with. I'm sure I'm not really speaking to you. It's all those periscopers who can't hear me. The Holy Spirit is giving you wisdom on today. Those who have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. He's a practical God. He's a practical God. He's a practical God. Jesus, anoint our ears to hear you. Help us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm pray teaching you today. Come on, I'm pray teaching you today. It's the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. He's not just for super spiritual ooky-booky things. He's a practical God. When his disciples were tired, he said, come away and let's go eat and rest. He's a practical God. Can I tell you the truth? Some of you need to stop chasing all these deep words from these willy-nilly, bootleg, money-grubbing prophets, and you need to go back to the simplicity of the gospel, and your life would be better off for it. Some of you are so interested in that, ooh, that deep mystery, and mysteries are awesome and wonderful, but dear God, some of these prophets are just liars. I better stop, because we want to pray through one more thing today. But this morning, I was reading in the Psalms, and I love this. Listen, you know I'm reading the Psalms right now. Sometimes I go through seasons where I read the Psalms one after another. And I was reading in Psalm 60, verse 4 and 5. And the Bible says, speaking of the Lord, you have given a signal flag to those who fear you so that they can flee before the archers. Selah. Save with your right hand and answer me so that those you love may be rescued. God is giving signals of deliverance in this season. God is giving signals of victory warfare in this season. God is sending signals in this season. Some of them are micro signals. Will you hear them? God is sending signals of deliverance in this season. Warnings. Heads ups. He's raising flags and banners. Look for the flags. Look for the banners. Listen for the signals. They're not always so obvious, but for those who fear you, you have raised a banner to be unfurled against the bow. <laughs> Save us and help us with your right hand that those you love may be delivered. I'm telling you the truth. There are deliverance signals in the spirit right now, things that have been troubling you for decades. God is sending you the signal. He's giving you the revelation. Run into his name and you'll find deliverance from that which ails you. It's a season. It's a time. God has hit the pause button. He's wanting you to come out of this better, better, better. But you have raised a banner for those who fear you. Listen, 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 listen. 
You have raised a banner for those who fear you. Who has the fear of the Lord? Who has the spirit of the fear of the Lord? Who fears and reverences his name? You have raised a banner for those who fear you. Listen, a rallying point in the face of attack. God's deliverance signals are like a rallying point in the face of attack. The intercessors come and rally there. The enemy is raging and the intercessors come and they say, "Uh uh-uh, you might come in like a flood, but we've received the deliverance signal and we are raising up the standard of God, the banner of God, Jehovah Nissi, the Lord, our banner against the attack. Oh, the Bible says you have set up a banner for those who fear you that they may flee from it to the bow. That your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer us. Oh God, deliver us from the evil of the age. Oh God, deliver us from the evil of the age. Jesus prayed, I don't ask, Father, that you take them out of the world. (laughs) But you strengthen them. Paul prayed that God would strengthen us in our inner man. Jesus. Jesus. You gave a signal, God, I listen now, 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 listen. You gave a signal to those who worship you so they could escape from enemy arrows. Answer our prayers, God. Use your powerful arm and give us victory. Then the people you love will be safe. <laughs> You gave a signal to those who worship you, God. Would you help us? In this season, God is going to speak to you while you're in worship. That's why I said if you only get worship while you're in your car, you may be missing out on a greater encounter. It's good to worship in your car, but if that's your only worship outlet, you might be missing an encounter. You have warned those who have reverence for you so that they might escape destruction. Save us by your might. Answer our prayers so that the people you love may be rescued. Your beloved ones. You have given your loyal followers a rallying flag so they might seek safety from the bow. So that your beloved may be delivered. Save with your right hand and answer me. Father, help us to perceive the banners, the signals, and the flags that you've set there as signs of your presence and your delivering power. Help us, Lord, not to miss the rallying point. Remember when Moses the other day built an altar and he called the name of it, the Lord is my banner. He's our victory banner. Song of Solomon, remember that scripture? His banner over us is love. He becomes our protection. Then you planted a flag to rally your people, an unfurled flag to look at for courage. Catch that. He plants a flag to rally around, an unfurled flag to look to for courage. It's Jehovah Nissi. He is that flag. Understand, we're not talking about some star-spangled banner or some Union Jack, he is our banner. 
And when we look to him, we have courage. The Passion Translation says, You have given miraculous signs to those who love you. As we follow you, we fly the flag of truth. And all who love the truth will rally to it. Pause in his presence. Come to your beloved ones and gently draw us out. For the Lord, for the, for Lord, you save those whom you love. Come with your might and strength in Jesus' name. He's sending signals. Listen, he is the signal. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? If this is blessing your life, would you consider sowing, becoming a partner? Sow at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. If this is blessing you, this is helping you, help us help more people. Cash app is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire, capital J, capital L, capital C. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Amen. Intercessors, join my school of prayer. Get equipped. You got to get caught and you got to get caught up in the spirit of prayer. Some things are caught. Some things are taught. You can go to schoolofthespirit.tv and take that end times intercessors class. Or you can open my whole vault of prayer teaching. It's there for you at schoolofthespirit.tv, the school of prayer and intercession. If you're in South Florida, just come to Awakening House of Prayer. God bless you guys. Share this before you get off. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.